Hey guys, welcome back to Off The Record where we talk about whatever, whatever we want. want. And today on Ask An Expert segment, we got Ron, professional MMA fighter here. Hello. A uh, question I wanted to ask, because you also have a kid. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that are like in the NFL or pro fighters, like they actually don't want their kid to do the exact same thing that they did because mm -hmm. of like head trauma or whatever. How do you feel about stuff like that? I'm okay with that. Uh, for my kid, if he, I mean, it looks like he kind of likes it already because he's already in the gym. Like he's already hitting the bag. Like he's already grappling. He's already beating um, the shit out of the other babies. How old is he? Uh, he just turned two. Holy shit. But it's 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 weird. He's weird. Like he's really fast and he's really strong. And so like we had him play with another two year old his age, and he just like grabbed him to like, come play with him, and the kid like flew. I was like, no. I was like, this is bad. You want to like yes. No, because I'm like, oh no, like he's gonna get on timeout right now. Like he's gonna have no friends. Do you think the other guy's dad, he gets his ass kicked all day long, and then he sees his kid getting his ass kicked, and he's like, that's my fucking boy. Father like son. That's my little kid. But yeah, I mean, I just, yeah. Because I've seen you like after a fight, like your hands swollen, your shin, your knees, like you have bruises everywhere. Um, for you, it's like that's it's all part of the fun. It's all part of the sport. Like you don't mind your kid getting beat up like that. Yeah, or even being exposed. I mean, I think when he was like one, I took him to Muay Thai. We drove him to San Diego, and he watched a Muay Thai fight like cage side. It was pretty cool. Yours or someone else? Mine. Yeah, oh, I was shit. fighting. That was my my last Muay Thai. Do you think he understood what was happening? Nah, but it's funny because he just laughs. So he just see he sees <laughs> me hitting somebody. I'm just like ba ba ba. He's like. <laughs> That's daddy! Dude, good thing he wasn't there when you got knocked out like these guys were. Yeah, right? He's gonna start pretending to be me. Yeah. Hey, dad, look, I'm you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Imagine he's that against you, you're like, go clean your room. Like, why? Oh, this is gonna happen? Yeah, I was like, what? Are you gonna knock me out? <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't mind. Um, For him, I'm, I want to give him every possible opportunity to kind of gear towards whatever he ends up like kind of liking yeah and so we're introducing him to everything we have drum sets guitars like uh, so early he's only two right yeah he's played with it dude with a soccer ball he can dribble it's freaking nuts. Like, like doing the wrong sport with it? Oh, with, the, with the feet, with the oh, feet, yeah. Dribble. Yeah, we, we took him to wow. a park. He's like, dude, 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 dude. I'm like, dude, our kid's gonna be a freaking athlete. Don't get him into soccer, though, please. The <laughs> world doesn't need more soccer. It's so boring. He, you guys had to move to a different country. If he really picks up soccer? Yeah, because uh, uh, American football, I mean, soccer sucks, right? Like, we're not known. You know, honestly, I, I don't really watch sports. Really? Oh, you yeah, don't have time for shit, huh? I'm weird, yeah. I, I don't watch TV, really, and then I don't watch sports. You don't watch UFC that much? Um, no. <laughs> unless uh, unless it's teammates. like a big card, or unless my teammates are on it. So, I mean, honestly, sometimes when my teammates are on it, I don't watch it. Because I get updates through our text groups, like, uh, minute by minute. I don't watch sports either. I don't know why. But why don't you watch I'm your sport? You don't watch your sport though? Um, no, because I mean, I, I do it all day and night, you know? Um, and so if I'm watching a sport, usually it's not for leisure. Like if I'll go like if I'll go to Barstow to watch the fight, I'm not really going to watch the fight. Uh, I'm just going to hang out with my friends. Uh, you know? Did you used to though watch it a lot when you were first getting into it? Yeah. Like you were really into yeah, it? Yeah, I was yeah. into it. And then, and then, you know, I just started doing it. And so that kind of gave me my fix. You know, like when I watch a when I watch when I, when I watch a fight now, it's more like studying tape than kind of like watching like a like an entertainment show. I'm just like, and you kind of know too much too, huh? Like you know, like uh, like let's say we write movies, and like in the beginning you're wowed by a movie, but then now once you can start seeing the structure of the movie, it's like you don't have the same exact enjoyment. Like I, I feel like when I if I watch a fight, 
I'm still getting wowed by it like crazy. For mm -hmm. you, you're probably seeing like all the technical things. Yeah, I'm studying. It. It's almost like I'm watching, I'm like studying homework. You know, I'm like watching like, cool, cool, cool. Cause I'm trying to use and copy it. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, heck yeah. Oh, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that tomorrow. When you see a knockout, do you feel the same way we all feel? Where we're like, fuck yeah, that's sick. Oh yeah, that, that's, that's, that's primal. You know, you see you're like, oh, oh, that's so fun. I mean, it's like watching a NASCAR car crash. You know, you're like, oh. <laughs> Only thing I like about NASCAR. Yeah, you know, it's just, violence is entertaining, man. It is. You know, and so when you see the, the, the most extreme level of violence, which is rendering somebody unconscious. Like when you see somebody like get hit and you see like their soul leave their body, you know, that's entertaining as fudge. I'm yeah. like, man. When they just go like limp, like that one fight with fucking Jake, the Jake Paul and oh, the Nate yeah. Robinson. Oh my oh, God. So like, I didn't see that coming. And all the memes that came out. I, yeah, I was like, oh. I was like, oh, yeah. You see that, I was just like, ooh, it's gotta suck. And you think you'd be okay with seeing like your kid like that one day? Uh, no, definitely not. Like, I mean, I'm gonna train him to, I mean, our, as parents, you want to make your kids better than you, and so my aim is to make sure that he never gets knocked out. Yeah. Twice, um, by the same punch. Same kind of punch. By the same punch. But it's a part of the game, though. You know, the consequence is way crazier than the reward. No, no, I, I don't wanna say that. It's, it's, it's like a different one from like golf or something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's subjective. So let's say like something like football, right? Um, you 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 ramming each other head to head all the time, you know? Whereas me, I've I've suffered, in the 17 years I've done this, I've suffered one concussion. Uh, I've had one torn ACL and then one, and then a couple of muscles in my shoulder. Is that pretty low compared to yeah. what the normal, uh, Injuries are? Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, so in 17 years, I've, I've sustained three serious injuries, a concussion, a knee surgery, and a shoulder surgery, which isn't so bad considering I'm putting my body through excessive amounts of, of wear and tear. Yeah, I heard like just from so many people that were in like sports, just as athletes, like from high school on, and if they took it mad seriously, a lot of them have injuries. Like it's not normal to have no injuries. Yeah, it's, it's it's part of life, you know, it's like a it's like a sports car. If you get a Honda Civic, not a lot of parts are gonna wear out as fast as like a Nissan GTR. Like yeah, stuff's yeah. gonna wear out faster because you're gonna drive it faster, you know? Um, and the same thing with uh, with golf, you wouldn't think that golf would wear out, but Tiger Woods swung so much he had to get hip surgery because the hip wore out, oh, you shit. know? Are you gonna be a, the type of parent who's like, um, you need to have a backup plan or are you like, you can go all in on fighting if you want to or whatever you want to do. I was taught a long time ago by uh, by all the role models I gather in life to just go for the dream. You know, you can make as much money as you want, but if you're not happy doing it, then what are you gonna do with that money? You know, um, you can buy all the cars and toys that you want, but if you're still unhappy, you're just unhappy with toys and cars. I just don't get how people can do that because I just want to sit on a beach all fucking day long and that would be so sick. Yeah, that's the dream, dude. Yeah. What's wrong with that? But that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know how you could be unhappy if you're just sitting on a beach all day long. Well, you gotta, you gotta be able to afford that. Oh yeah, true, true. I'm like, I'm like, if we all had the option to not have to just chill on the beach for the rest of our lives and not have to worry about bills, heck yeah. But you know, um, yeah, if you were born on a beach, then yeah. Yeah, and. Just like that, like, dude, if I was born in like, uh, I was born in Ecuador and I lived on the beach in a hut and all I had to do was just like fish and chill on the beach all day, that's a freaking life. I would say he has a better life than most of the people here in America, you know? And he yeah. probably makes like a dollar a month. Like one of the surfers back in the day in Hawaii, like he, he has a story of like, you know, this guy that was at a resort and then he was like, yo, how come you don't wanna like make more money? And then he's like, why? And he goes, cause like, then you can like retire, do whatever you want. And then he's like, like what? He goes, like get a beach house and then like you could surf all day. And he goes, I'm doing that right now. So he's like, why should I make more 
to do what I'm already doing. That's why I don't want to ever go golfing because I don't want to fall in love with it because golfing is so fucking expensive. <laughs> no, it's not that expensive. I just started. What? I just started last week. You started? Yeah, I just started. What made you start? Um, but my friends I work in the office with, they all play golf. And then oh. so um, I was spending a lot of time with them. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'll play golf too. And then so I bought some clubs, 200 bucks. Um, and I'm left-handed, so that's like harder to find. What about club fees? Uh, it's like if you go to a driving range, it's like 20 bucks. To go to a driving oh, driving sure. range, yeah. What about like don't you gotta like rent like a car you could drive it around? And yes, stuff? if you go to like the crazy bougie ones, yeah, those are expensive. But if you go to like a like a normal person golf range, um, like I don't want to be with the trash though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then you gotta find like the friends that will get you in. Yeah, they can get a friend in, you know, and then tag along with them. But it's it's res it's re it can be relatively reasonable. Um, yeah, and you can get balls for like as cheap as like a buck a ball, you know. Um, and then really that's that's it. What's fun yeah. about it? It's weird. Like, <laughs> so you ever go to bowl? Do you remember bowlingles? Is that a thing? Bowling or uh, what's it called? Like yeah. mini golf? Yeah. 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 I like mini golf. Mini golf's fun as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like you ever go to those uh, batting cages and you just hit the ball as hard as you can and it flies? Yeah. That's what I feel like it is with golf. Yeah, but I don't go to like oh I gotta go every single day. Every day. Um, you know, I just do it like once. Oh, a I like the driving range. That shit's fun. Yeah, like the hitting stuff. Like it's like shooting, right? Yeah. Like what are you doing but standing there and like shooting bullets at something? Yeah. Like for hours on end. That sounds feel, sick though. Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and I would say golf is is similar because you're just hitting a ball with a stick as far as you can and then trying to put it in a hole. I like the first part of that. That's why I think the driving range is really fun. Yeah. But needing to see the ball go in the hole, I don't have that need. Oh, then just go to the driving range. Yeah. I, think, I think that's yeah, all I'll do. Um, and the putting and stuff is just like the details you have into it. The mini golf part is like the mini golf details. Yeah, that's the details. Yeah, I'd say driving range plus miniature golf course, that's golf. I wish regular golf though had the cool little like houses that you can hit the ball into or like the dragon's mouth and it comes out of a butt, you yeah. know, and like... Well, maybe you should do like a, <laughs> uh, a Joe's 18 holes. That would have been, yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. I think golf needs something like that. Yeah. Like golf needs like an MMA competitor to come in and be like, yo, here's fucking golf. Like the, like someone that's loud and causes drama? What's yeah, yeah, and, and like you said, it has dragon's fucking face that you gotta get the ball into and shit. What's the opposite of miniature? Massive. Golf. Joe's massive golf. How about that? <laughs> So the golf ball's like this big now? Yeah. And everything's big. <laughs> With That'd dragons. Heck yeah. You can televise that shit. That yeah. sounds freaking fun. Can we make that happen? Watching golf on TV literally is one of the worst things I've ever had to do. With my grandpa. Maybe you gotta really understand it to enjoy all that stuff. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like surfing. If you don't know surfing, it just looks like they're floating and turning on the water. That's true. But they look you know? sick though. Because you know? they're fucking going like this. Yeah. Golf, like you see someone hit it, right? And then they just zoom out. And you can't even see the ball go in the air. You don't even know what's happening. And all of a sudden, they zoom back in, and there's a ball that goes like that. And, and then, everyone's clapping. And everyone's kind of clapping. Kind of clapping. Yeah, kind of. Nobody's really going nuts yeah, either. Yeah. 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 I think it's a sport of calm people. Why is it only rich people that are into that shit? Do you have to wear khaki pants to play, maybe? We should have asked yeah. the, the real estate guy. <laughs> yeah, why do you like it? He came in talking about golf, and he's like, I fucking rock at it, actually. So we're all, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. But so far, you've actually, I've spent a couple hours with you. You have sold me more on golf than fighting. Maybe wear MMA gloves while you play golf? <laughs> oh, hit a golf club and then hit pads. Ba 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 ba. Get the pad. Get the golf club back on. Hit another one. Do drive ranging plus pad hitting. That sounds, that sounds fun. When you when you have people that come in and, and you train them, like, do you know? Can you sense from like a person's energy, like, oh, you could be a fighter, or my this guy can't be a fighter. I can sense if they're going to be good at it or not. Um, how how do you sense it? 
uh, just demeanor, their mannerisms, uh, kind of just uh, their work ethic, right? To say like if they're already um, like even the coordination, everything like that. But for me, like you can have as little talent as possible, but if you put in the work, you'll get good at it. Like I, I I've trained people that have horrible coordination, horrible attention span, um, and like I'll say right hand onto your nose, they'll be like, okay, you know. Um, but over time, if they put in the work, um, they'll yeah. get right hand over your nose. <gasps> oh, we did it! We touched the nose, and and just even little things like that are huge, you know. Yeah. Um, I got a guy that I train, um, and we're working on just getting into a fight stance, and because he's been in accidents and whatnot, he's struggling to like get that 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 neurological connection. Just to stand? Just to stand in a fight stance. Um, you don't go like, here's your money back, sir? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, well, for me, I, I did this to make a difference, you know, and I use fighting as my vessel, you know? Oh, so cool. for some people, yeah. getting in a fight stance is a major accomplishment, you know? Like, dude, I did it. My legs aren't shaking. Like, my legs are strong enough to hold this position. I'm like, heck yeah. All right, now let's jab, you know? Next step. Um, and so, like, every you, you'll be surprised, man. Like, uh, some people are more capable of people, uh, more capable than others of the smallest things. Since you're a fighter and you, like, you, you analyze your opponent and shit. You ever just walk around a grocery store and go, I can kick that guy's ass, I can kick that guy's ass, I can take that guy, no problem. <laughs> no, but um, when when danger arises and someone kind of has conflict, whether they, most of the time it's verbal, um, I can kind of just look at their demeanor. I was like, all right, have you trained, you know anything? Or are you just tra crazy confident? And a lot of times they're mostly just crazy confident. Um, that but you can just tell by their body movement, like, oh, this guy is not a fight at all. Yeah, yeah, just their demeanor and everything like that. Because anybody that's like highly skilled in, in training, they have a demeanor. They're they're not like, you know, what's up, what's up, bro? Mm. You know, um, they you just act different. You know, um, when you're when you're experienced in something, you act differently than if you're than you're new at it. How do you act like you're experienced? Like so act like that? Because I don't I don't have I'm not I don't have the act. Do you go do you go like. Be careful, you don't know what you want. Oh, that's good. Yo, dang. Be careful what you pay for. Yeah, does, does that look like he, he knows what he's doing? You're gonna all of a sudden develop an accent, you go, be careful. Okay, come on. You gotta do one of the main. Joe gets immediately knocked out. <laughs> Boom, fuck! Ah! I dare you. I dare you. Um, I don't know, it's just, uh, I guess the confidence uh, of knowing that you're not you're not any threat, you know, or somebody's not any threat Or you're not you. in any danger. Yeah, there's no danger. Uh, like uh, in front of any human being, like I feel no danger, um, regardless of their size. I mean, even if they're a high level fighter, I'm like, we're not gonna go there. You know better. You know, if anybody is actually poses a threat to me, then we both should know better than be in the position that. When we're did in. that happen for you? Because like, obviously everyone's scared first, and then if the, someone was yelling and like being big, you're kind of like, oh shit. But then, at what point do you build that confidence where you're like? I can kill you. <laughs> you know, I would say after my third or fourth fight. Like a pro fight? Or a pro. Amateur. Honestly, the difference between amateur and pro um, isn't that big. I mean, it's kind of big, but it's, at the same time, it's not, kind of, it's not that big. It's probably the biggest difference between not fighting and fighting, right? That's probably like the biggest. Yeah, that's the biggest gap. But from amateur to pro, um, the difference you'll see is, for whatever reason, in the pro level, you're much more aggressive. Um, you. Guys just let it go much more. Like, you'll see some amateur fights, and it seems like they're like just barely touching each other because they're kind of timid. And that's what the amateur leagues are for. But at a pro level, they will try to rip your head off. Wow. You know, uh, nose holds barred. But at the amateur level, you can still rip somebody's head off. Just some people are more timid, and so there's a huge gap in like skill and performance uh, at the amateur level. And so you have guys that are kind of like just, and then you have the same guy in the ring that will just be like, and then just try to like destroy them. And so, like for me, I was I was the the other side of trying to destroy people at the amateur level. 
And uh, after my second or third fight, I was like, I can do this. Like, holy crap. Like, I can do And at the same time, I was a, I was a bodyguard too. And I was doing security. So that really solidified like, hey, can I do this to like regular people? Because um, in security, you can't hit people. You can only manipulate them uh, physically or with your words too. But um, I was able to control people and not even lay, lay one punch. So like I did security for seven years, I haven't, I never punched one person. Nice. Uh, did you guard like, I mean, were you- That's why they say verbal self-defense. <laughs> were they for like celebrities or like rich people or? Um, it was for, uh, it was for nightclubs in Orange County and then, uh, and strippers. So walking them to their car? Uh, yeah. And then to the pole? Yeah, and then they would, yeah, they would do the, they would do like private shows and stuff like that. Mm. Or like private. Oh. Shows, yeah, events, yeah, and private just, concerts, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me rub on the dick privately, <laughs> and then it's like, hey, you're getting too frisky there, and then you gotta come in, hey man, please remove one hand, one hand policy, yeah, that's okay, you can touch that. <laughs> um, but yeah, just uh, but never funny enough, where when I was uh, doing security for like uh, exotic dancers and stuff like that, zero trouble. It's when I was working at like bowling alleys. Um, wow. That's where all the tough guys show up. Yeah, the bowling alley, dude. Yeah. All the tough people are the bowling alleys. Yeah. That's where I had the most fights. Not at bars. I've been, I, I've, 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 uh, I've bounced at bars and stuff like that, and I've had scuffles there and whatnot. But the bowling alley was where I had the most trouble out of all places. That's what I heard uh, what Joe Rogan was talking about, where he's like, think about how many fights that break out at a fight gym. Like zero, yeah. Because everyone knows how to, right? So there's no, there's no incentive to like peacock and puff your chest out. Because someone will put you in a place immediately. Mm -hmm. But at, at like the place where you least expect it, where everyone's supposed to be chilling, that's where like the people that like have something to prove they'll come out. Yeah. Try to prove something. Well, there's so much adrenaline in bowling though, dude. Like, you, don't, you don't know, you don't know what it's like. I say no golf. It's freaking bowling. Yeah. <laughs> did you, did you get? Um, like you know, like non-fighters, it's it's usually like a size thing, like a height thing, or like they're intimidated or not based off of size. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you had to work harder or something? Because for me, that was like me in high school. I felt like I had to work harder because of my size. Yes, I mean, as a as everyday life. Well, I was lucky because I'm I I don't put a threatening out energy to anybody. Like I just well because of that, doesn't that work against you as a bouncer? Oh like, yeah, definitely. Like, so so they're like, I could fuck this guy. Up. Yeah, every yeah. every place I ever worked, the first the first week of every place I ever worked gave me the most trouble because there's always regulars and they always try to test me. And so you know, but what like, they do? Um, let's see if I remember one. One is uh, I had to watch the exit door and make sure nobody came through the exit door or came in and out. Right, so I'm just standing there and this guy walks out the exit door and I stop him like, hey, hey man, you can't walk out there with that beer in your hand. Yeah. And he looks at me, he up looking down, he's like. <laughs> And then he continues the walk. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. He's like, get your hands off me, bro. And I'm like, you can't walk out with your beer in your hand. And then he's like, what, are you gonna take it from me? I'm like, I'm gonna ask you one more time and then I'm gonna remove the beer from your hand. And then he's like, you're gonna remove this beer from my hand. And I'm like, yes. And then, so I put my hand on the beer and he holds on for dear life. Yeah. And I'm like, do you come here often? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I've never seen you before. I was like, I'm new. I'm Ron, hi. Um, like, if I remove this beer from your hand, you're never coming back here. I will blacklist you. And then his girlfriend's like, babe, it's not worth it. What are you doing? I'm like, just give him the beer. And he, he looks at me. He's like, you're lucky, bro. <laughs> and then he lets go. Of yeah. He's, and then uh, he drops it. And he's like, thank you. I'm like, now you can go outside. Was that so hard? Um, and then he goes, so he's doing the art of gentleness. Yeah, yeah. That's it, tight. Because you, you have to calm these people down. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, if I go, no, you let go. And we just escalate just the situation. The fucking body. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then we're fighting. And then we're fighting, you yeah, know. But, yeah. I, but part of my job is to de-escalate the situation, you know, and that's why they, 
one, they wouldn't hire me. If I walked in on the street, like, hey, can I be a bouncer at your bar? I want to fuck everybody up. <laughs> They'd be like, ha, you? No, you can do our accounting, though. When people do hear that you're a fighter, though, I've heard this a lot, that people try to test you a little more, like if you're out and about, like um, no, drunk, drunk assholes. No, not necessarily, because it's not like I'll go around announcing it. Like, one, I don't even look the part. Uh, I just look like a regular Asian dude, you know? Um, and so they'll test me the first week, but word will get around, like, hey, don't mess with the guy. He knows kung fu. It's always the line, you know, this guy knows Kung Fu and funny enough the little guy you see at any club They're working there because they can do some damage um, Usually guys are big so if there's a little person there, it's because they can do some damage. So fuck with the big guys is what you're saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, they're pushovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, every every place I've ever worked, um, anytime there's trouble, I do the dirty work. Uh, when crap hits the fan, they stand there and they're like, Ron! I'm like, <laughs> Come help me, Ron! Ling Ling, come help! <laughs> I'm like, okay. And Why is it because if the cops come, they at least suspect you too, or? No, because uh, stereotypically, the big guys don't really don't, don't, know, don't know anything. They don't need to. They don't need to. They're refrigerators. If, you're, yeah, if yeah. you're a big dude, you don't have to learn how to fight. You yeah, just you just to, pick somebody kind of, scary. just kind of stand there. Yeah, and, just yeah. and it works. Most of the time, it works. You, you know? just use your body. Like, you go to like uh, high security places, like you go to like, uh, like Rhinos Gentleman Club in Las Vegas, they are all like football linebackers, dude. Like, no one's starting trouble there. Because um, they're huge and scary. They don't need people like me in there. Because uh, trouble rarely ever happens. But you go to a local club, guys aren't as big because they're not gonna pay them as much. Um, that's when you kind of test your boundaries. Like, I can, you look at I think I could take him. I think I could take him. He's only like 10 pounds on me. Dude, they should put bars in MMA gyms. There would never be a fucking fight again. And people would learn quickly, you know, you, you, yeah. you weed a couple guys out yeah. and they would learn pretty quick. You know, there have been MMA uh, fights in bars though, like with cages inside of a bar as a show. Oh, um, that's freaking cool. <laughs> like, super like, like super like low budget like shows. Like just put a pop up like a 10 foot diameter MMA cage and you just have people fight. Oh yeah, there's a lot of underground fighting too, huh? Yeah, there used to be a whole lot more, but then the commission black, black, blackballed it. So if they catch you doing an unregulated fight, they ban you from all professional sports. Wow. So they don't, they don't do it anymore, um, but they used to. They would call them smoker fights. You could literally just be like, yo, let's run some fights in here tonight. Let's call some people. Yeah. Um, and then... Fight club shit. But now like the commission will come in and be like, if they find out, they will 86 you from any professional event. Wow. And you won't get ranked. You so you're not getting real fighters in there ever. You're like in a, like a black book or whatever. Yeah, you're in the black book. They, they, they'll, they'll black book you, dude. It's crazy. Like it's a, it's like a, it's like a crazy organization. Like you don't f with them. Dude, what are the underground guys doing then right now? They're fucked, huh? Yeah, pump come above ground, maybe. Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a, 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 a place they could fight yeah. now.